isn't that weird? Because I, I basically live at the airport, and I will go anywhere in the United States. And I have been to Canada, but I am terrified of going to other countries. I've been like that my whole life. I'm not saying it's anything psychic. It's probably something just really internal, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really here, girl. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think well, and there's a lot of, of there's a lot of stigma. There's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of judgment, you know, as, as soon as, you're put in a situation that you don't know what's going to happen, that, that can be loss of control. Um, but what I found is that every country I've been to, the people have been just so warm and welcoming, and, and they really just hold you through it, and the earth energies hold you through it too. So it's wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, my, my goal is to go to all the chakra centers of the earth. And I know that you've done some of those and that's my goal. And and at some point I'll get up enough nerve to say, you know what, I'm just going to go, but I'll probably have to go with Sarah to hold my hand the whole time. Cause I'll be freaking out. I'm going to be freaking out. Yes, girl. Yes. Oh, okay, everybody, I guess we better get on to the topic of the show. <laughs> I was like, when are you going to be talking about it? Okay, so let's get started with empathy. Now, if you are an empath, you already know what empathy is, and so there's no explaining there. But for those of you who are not familiar with what an empath is, it's kind of the ability to take on the energy around you, like emotional-wise. So, say that you walk into a room and you're happy and full of spirit and then somebody's over there in the corner crying and now you kind of feel that emotion and you're kind of getting upset yourself and you almost feel the overwhelming need to help that person that's that's empath or maybe you see a commercial okay let's just be honest people I cannot watch the commercial about all the animals at the humane society why do they do that that freaks me out I'm like crying at three o'clock in the morning just let them out of the cage oh my god so, yeah, so that's empathy when you can't even deal with things like that. So, yeah, and then an HSP is is take empathy and times that by 10 because the worst thing about being an HSP is you just don't get the feeling. You get – it's almost like being clairsentient. You can almost – you know, you can taste it, hear it, see it, feel it, so on and so on. It's like encompasses – your whole being like I know sometimes if I'm upset for three days for three days I'm a hot mess and it will be something so stupid that that anybody else would have shrugged off and I'm like literally in bed under the covers for three days a hot mess what about you Sarah yeah well you know it's it's so fascinating because really empathy's been around for a while, but the HSPs is, is becoming big nowadays um, just because of a lot of the children that are being birthed into this world. Almost all of them are HSPs and they're really special. Um, but I agree. It, it's one thing to be empathic and to be impacted by other people's emotions and their energy it's a completely different thing to be uh, an HSP, a highly sensitive person, because not only are you impacted by their their emotions and their energy, but you're also impacted by things like um, loud noises, bright flashes, um, and and you really take all of that in. So even if I have a friend who is, you know, at a concert somewhere 
if I start thinking about that friend, I get so overwhelmed with the concert energy. It's like I can feel all the people around them and, and, you know, I can taste the alcohol and I can hear the loud noises and it's, it's like jarring for your entire energy system to be that deeply ingrained in, in someone else or something else. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's what a lot of people don't understand between empaths and HSP because they're like, well, I'm a highly sensitive person. Well, there is a degree system that it goes to. So <laughs> I say empath, if, if you feel it and you want to help and you're easily able to shake it off, then you're probably most likely an empath. If it just consumes you and you just get overwhelmed and lost, then you're probably like us and you're an HSP. So let's talk mm-hmm. about some co- – oh, and before we move on to coping mechanisms, let's talk about intuitive empaths because there is a difference. Now, um, I, I, somebody asked me this the other day. I'm trying to think of her name. I can't remember. I think it was Shelly asked me, T, what's the difference between an empath and an intuitive empath? Now, mind you, I have always been an HSP with, in, you know, intuition and clairvoyance. So this is just the norm for me. So I just this is the first time somebody's actually asked me the difference, like a normal person that does not experience what I experience every day. Because we forget, don't we, Sarah, that other people can't do what we do. And so we walk around and I think, oh, what? You can't, what? And then I have to go, oh, my God, wait. <laughs> and I always yeah. forget you know, that other people cannot do it. <laughs> Now I'm like, oh, you don't see that ghost over there? That's so weird to me. You know, it, it's just so weird to me. But there is a difference between intuitive empath and an actual empath. Now, and an intuitive empath kind of senses. You don't really have to say. Now, normal empath kind of relates off of what's going around them, that they can see, that they can hear, that they can, you know, see with their own eyes and experience. But an intuitive empath is more intuitive with it. So say that you have a coworker that's like, I'm fine, everything's fine, but you go over there to your desk and you're like, okay, I know something's wrong, I know something's wrong, I can't say it, but they keep telling you they're fine. But you know, that would be more the intuitive part of it. You sense something's wrong, even though you're not outwardly seeing that something is wrong with somebody and that's that's kind of the difference so there's kind of a fine line between that because i think that all people kind of sense things but maybe not to the degree that an an actual intuitive empath would sense it and want to reach out and keep bothering that person to tell them so that Mm -hmm. that would be the difference that now if we move on to coping mechanisms i'm going to tell everybody a secret this is why i always bring sarah on my show because (laughs) and everybody knows tea don't ground Tea don't ground. <laughs> Let's not act like anything's changed in the past nine years. Tea don't ground, okay? So, but I'm a different person and I'm on a different frequency. So, me, how do I cope with it? I close my heart chakra. I don't wear the rose quartz. I don't wear the pink stones. I don't wear anything pink. I keep my heart chakra closed. And the only time I open it is my green with my green stone because tea wants some abundance. But that's about it. But when it comes to actual overwhelming for somebody who's not tea, that's where Sarah comes in because she can tell you how to cope with it by grounding. So I'll just hand it on over to Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Tea's kind of like an alien. I mean she is an alien, but she's she's kind of an alien yeah. when it comes to uh <laughs> when it comes to how she copes. 
right, versus how everyone else would cope. Right. Um, so there's several different ways that that um, an empath or an HSP can can learn to um, hone their gift and to work with their gift. Because this truly is a gift. It just might not seem like it every now and then because things can get heavy. Things can feel heavy. Um, so first and foremost, just keeping yourself energetically clear is, is really powerful. And what do I mean by energetically clear? Well, if you think of everyone as tossing mud and all of their emotions and all their feelings and all the junk that they've been through in the day is mud, pretty much every single day you come home covered in mud, right? And so how do you get the mud off? Like how do you clear everyone else's junk so that you can just be you and purely you and solely you without being affected by others? Um, My favorite thing to do is take a sea salt bath. Sea salt is the most wonderfully clearing, energetically um, high-frequency option that you can have for yourself. And if you don't have a bathtub, that's okay. You can, you know, take sea salt and, like, olive oil or cooking oil in your house and just go step in the shower and rub it all over you and stand there for a minute and just let it soak in. Um, So that's a first coping mechanism. And a second, as she said, is is grounding. Grounding is wonderful. Um, And you don't have to ground into the earth. Right now the earth is going through a lot of shifts and changes. We've got a lot of things going on um, galactically, celestially, all of that. And so if you want to ground into the earth, you're more than welcome to. A lot of people feel comfortable doing that. Grow those roots down, baby. Inhale that energy deep into your body. But if you don't want to ground into the earth, you can ground up. And grounding up means that you're pretty much reversing those roots, reversing that grounding cord, and sending it high, high into the sky, into the universe, and into what I call source, or that diamond in the sky. And you can connect into that and then allow that beautiful sparkly, high-frequency energy to come down and really emanate through your entire being. So what else, T, what other coping mechanisms can you think of, Little Miss Alien? (laughs) You know what I do do, and I'm just going to put this out there because I don't, you know, I do turn off my chakras. I I do do all that. I I cope mainly with controlling my chakras, turning on the ones I need, turning off the ones I don't, and and so on and so forth, and that's another show. But um, one thing that I do do, and you talked about the shower, Sarah actually taught me this. I actually thought she was going to bring it up because she actually taught me this. But if you take a black stone or even like a rainbow tourmaline or an onyx or something like that, and you stand in the shower and you put the stone above you and let it hit the water first and then let it hit you, that's another way that you can do it um, because the oil and the sea salt, you're scaring me, Sarah. You're scaring me. <laughs> you know, I can't do that, girl. I can't do that. So that's, but, but I can do like the stone, like above your head, or even you could put, um, you could put some of the harder stones in your actual bath water with the sea salt and that will mm-hmm. help too. Yeah, Definitely. For sure. Definitely. Your, yeah. your stones, your crystals, they, they all have different frequencies and different vibrations. And 
Some of them will send you through the roof because they're they're so high vibration, and and other ones will really just work to to calm you and and bring your energy field to this nice peaceful hum. And the peaceful hum is where you want to be if you're if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling affected by others. Right, right. So so okay. What about and let's make this. Um, because this is what we let's make this scenario because this is what we we all do every day what about when you're not at home Sarah let's say that you're in a workplace with a ton of people and let's say you're like you don't have your own individual offices but that you have your own Mm -hmm. cubicle and so people walk by and people what what can you do to help yourself with your work you can't take a shower you can't really sit there and ground yourself so what can you do um, well, let's say you're in a cubicle. Uh, once again, a few different options. So I, I am a firm believer in the power of frankincense. Um, frankincense oil, frankincense smell, really frankincense grounds out any kind of transient energy around you. And it's a wonderful transmuter of energy, which means that it brings uh, anything icky or dark to light. Um, so you can actually kind of make your own mist and just put a couple drops of frankincense oil with water into like a little spray bottle and you can mist your area. Um, you can also get some of those wonderful grounding stones. You can get that black tourmaline, you can get that obsidian, you can get those onyxes and you can actually grid your work area. Um, and and one of my favorites, if I'm if I'm out and about, or even if I'm sitting in front of a client, and all of a sudden I start kind of getting poked or feeling like I'm taking on some of their gunk, is I just close my eyes and I just repeat to myself, I am the sun. I am the sun. Because if you think about it, the sun is the the brightest, hottest, burning thing in our universe, and nothing nothing can penetrate the sun, right? Um, and so really I just see myself and my energy field as those flames, and that tends to keep all of the icky stuff, all that mud swinging <laughs> that happens in the, in the workplace tends to keep it away from you. Um, what about you two? What do you do like when you're traveling or when you're filming, when you're in these crazy haunted areas? Oh God, this is every day. This is like my life. Um, well, the one thing I did was I made myself this necklace and it has no pink stones, by the way, y'all. Um, but it has like all the stones that I would need. One is my purple fluorite. Y'all know I love that. Um, Sarah's got me obsessed with turquoise now. Never liked it before Sarah. And then, um, and then it has the rainbow tourmaline in it. So, and I wear that when I go to these places and that really helps me control my chakras. I think most of the time, and, and here's another thing. I, again, I've seen these spirits my whole life. So it's like the norm. So they don't really affect me, but sometimes like Sarah says, they can kind of attach to you and then that's a problem. So I basically just kind of turn off my chakras and just kind of um, 
make myself not available to the spirit world. If you're spiritual, you know what I mean, not available. Like I'm, I'm there, but I'm not there. I'm like invisible, like my invisible cloak type thing, I guess you could say. And then when I leave these places, which are a lot of them, when I leave these places, what I usually do, and this, I, I know this is usually for homes, but tea's different. I put um, black Himalayan sea salt along my door frames of my vehicle. And so when I get in, everything attached to me falls off outside my vehicle door. It's the same kind of thing I do with my house, only I use pink Himalayan sea salt on my door threshold. So when people come in, you know, they don't bring their junk with them. Well, it's, it's kind of the same way, except when I get in the car or the vehicle. And you know what? I'll do it to the camera crew's car, and they're just looking at me. And I'm like, everybody's going to get their door like this. Don't don't play with me. You can't get in the car unless I do your side of the door. So I'm, I'm like doing all the door frames with the black Himalayan sea salt, even the trunk. Don't put that equipment in here till I'm done. And that's what I do, and it kind of drops it off. But while I'm there and experiencing it, Man, that's a that's a different story because actually I've never really found a way for them not to be able to attach themselves or anything else. There's really nothing I've ever used that has worked. Maybe Sarah knows something that might work. <laughs> um, let's see. So when I've been in super icky houses or done like house clearings like been at haunted places and things like that um i will use the frankincense oil on me and that that tends to keep things away it's it's almost like um you know spraying lemon in in your cat's face right it's like no we don't want this this is yucky um let's see what else have i used really strict boundaries is is really important for any empath or HFP. And so even just saying to yourself, like, these things are not allowed to bother me, these things are not allowed to connect to me, can be really powerful. Because as soon as you get in a state of, like, fear or, oh, God, it's on me, or, oh, it's going to affect me for the rest of the day and it's going to make my night crappy, things like that, you're literally opening that door. You're setting it up for yourself to get um, like a psychic attack, right, or an empathic attack. Uh, And so it's really important to always hold yourself as I am am powerful, I am the sun, you guys can't mess with me, um, and then just go from there, right, always hold that energy. Right. Well, that's something to try because, like I said, I um, I haven't really done anything. I have done like the saging, like sage the place before we walk in, or or things like that, or sage each other, or sage other people. But you know what? I have found that does through my own experience. I found that you don't get, and who's looking for a haunting? I guess this is if you don't want a haunting, but if you're on a TV show and you have to experience a haunting (laughs) for the show, I guess you can't do this. But I have learned that if I say just first, nothing really happens. But if I do it after and don't do it first, it's like we have a really good show and then I'll sage after. But if I do it first, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, guys, that's like my fault. Nothing's going on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. We come back and try again. But, but yeah, but um, I, I still, you know, I'm going to try that. But I still, I struggle with that. I struggle with um, 
like grocery stores and things like that, I think that's the worst thing. I think that's a lot of problems with a lot of people is like the grocery store and going out in public and and mm-hmm. people that you have to encounter. I think that's the worst part because you can't always be like tea and stay up in your house like a hermit all day because that's basically <laughs> what I do when I'm not working is I stay in my hotel room or I stay in my house and and it's funny because I'll, I'll send, like, somebody out to go get, like, all my stuff. And they'll be like, really? This is my job? I'm like, yeah, you know, you get paid. Go ahead and do it. So, so yeah, but I send them to stores. I send them everywhere. And, um, yeah, because I, I can't go out in public because it's, it's a freaky thing. But I guess that's really no way to live, is it? No, not at all. And, and I can tell you that um, I used to – I used to be in the restaurant business, and I waitressed for a while, and I bartended for a while. And I had a really hard time waitressing because you're literally, you're, you're within like six inches of full all the time. And each table you would go to, you know, you would, you would feel the energy of that table. So if it was a couple fighting, it's like you walk over to that table, and now you're all pissed off. And if it was someone who was sad, you walk to that table, and then you're sad. And, and if it was, like, a party, that was the best thing ever because then you would just be in empathic party mode. Um, and so I found waitressing to be really hard for me to hold good boundaries. But as soon as I got behind the bar – there was this kind of subconscious line that was drawn in me that was like, the bar is, that's my wall. That's my protection. And I never had a problem with taking on people's junk um, as a bartender. Uh, So really fascinating too, you know, maybe psychosomatic, right? My, My mind just believes that this, piece of wood in front of me is the wall <laughs> so so nothing right. ever happened yeah right and I get that I get that okay and before we go and I know this was a 30-minute show I don't know why I didn't make this an hour show you guys I guess I figured it's the first <laughs> show we wouldn't have a lot to say but me and Sarah always have a lot to say so I promise the next show will be an hour y'all but if I had to ask you Sarah Hey, I get what you guys are saying, but I just need something for right now. So give me one gemstone that you would recommend somebody to get a bracelet, a pendant, something in to help them right now. I would say smoky quartz. Mm. Yeah, because smoky quartz not only holds a high vibration and it's grounding and protecting, but it also transmutes energy. So it takes that that low frequency energy and and turns it into high frequency energy. It does all the work for you. And see, and my favorite is the rainbow obsidian. Um, I think Mm. I like that the most because it helps with not only negativity, but depression. And I feel like sometimes I get burned out in the work that I do. And I feel like, oh, God, I don't want to do this anymore. And I get, like, really bad thoughts, you know, like I'm just going to walk off set and all this. And I've done that, people. If you watch my videos, you know that. But uh, I I get, like, upset sometimes, and I feel like the Rainbow Obsidian kind of helps uh, clear not only out the negativity but the depression. I haven't used the Smoky Quartz. Um, I do have a Smoky Quartz, but I always feel like, oh, no, you know, because you know me and Quartz, girl. I always feel like those are man-made stones and always like those are for humans I can't use that so you know I always stay away from the courts but I've, I've never tried it but it might it might help I'm gonna 
I'm going to try that and see how that works. Okay, you guys, before we go, I want to give you our Facebook pages. Mine, of course, is Tessa Luna Luvia. And Sarah, what's your Facebook page for your for your website? Uh, it's the Illumana Project. So I-L-L-U-M-A-N-A, Illuminate Your Mana, Illuminate Your Soul's Deepest Wisdom. I like that. I like that a lot. So if you guys haven't gone over to her website or her Facebook page, head on over, give her a like. Um, I know we have a lot of callers tonight with their hands up, and we didn't take calls tonight because the show was so short. But the very next show that we do, I will try to do an hour show. We will take callers, and I'm not sure what we're going to talk about yet because I'm going to be honest with you folks. Me and Sarah just kind of fly by the seat of our pants, but don't you love it when we do that? Because then the show is just real. It's just honest and real, y'all. So I don't know what we're going to do next. If you guys have any suggestions, you can send it to Sarah on Facebook or me on Facebook or hit us up on our website or even message me here at Blog Talk Radio. Now, all my shows will also be on SoundCloud and on YouTube, on my main YouTube channel, which is Psychic T. And so, yeah, you can find these shows anywhere. And so sometimes we might be broadcasting here. Sometimes we might be broadcasting there. I don't know. You'll just have to keep with the, up with us on Facebook because we'll both post where we're at. So, yeah, so anything you want to say before we go, Sarah? Uh, just know that if you are feeling impacted by other people's stuff that there is a way out of it right and and so please know that and if you need assistance reach out and get help i'm i'm here for you teacher for you both of us are highly psychic we can easily tap in and and see what's going to work specifically for you because each of us are different our energy fields are completely different and how we're impacted perfectly said okay everybody thanks for listening in look out for our next show and we'll talk to you again next time bye y'all standing in the cold and the frozen wind i'm leaving you behind but it's not the end no 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 walking on the plane as i hold my breath it's gonna be a week till i breathe again no 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 and i know that you hate it I hate it just as much as you But if you can brave it